This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Hillary DeCesar. Hillary is an award-winning entrepreneur, executive coach, CEO of The Relaunch Co., featured speaker as well as philanthropist. She's made it her mission to help people reach new heights in life, their career, and relationships. Thank you for joining me today. Well, Roman, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for coming on. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are now? Well, I can tell you know what, let's just start with the journey of one year ago. And I have mentioned that the Relaunch Co. is all about taking transitions into transformations. And so many of us, you know, we all have our story, we all have the background, but I think that there's been, you know, whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, spirit, whatever you believe, there's been this um, very uh, steady wave behind me, almost like a tsunami (laughs) that's pushing me towards this ultimate destination. And the reason I say that is we talk about relaunches in life as being not only the big ones like going away to college or leaving the home, getting your first job, you know, the first breakup, your first um, opportunity where you potentially are getting married and then you get divorced or you have kids. I mean, we all have relaunches. We have relaunches in our business where right now, I would say 99.9% of people are relaunching their business in some capacity. And so what happened for me is that it's been this tidal wave of, of relaunches especially in the last, I'd say, year, year and a half, where my mom was terminally um, diagnosed. She ended up passing away after about 14 months. She moved in. I had a daughter that was graduating, heading off to college. She ended up choosing uh, a, a university that was attached to a U.S. school, but over in Rome, and then everything that went down with um, you know, the pandemic over there. And it was just, it was one thing after the next. And I decided after 25 years to sell my house because my mom had been here. I had, I counted up yesterday, 11 moves in the last 16 months, 11 moves. And I'm heading down tomorrow to move my daughter into uh, USC. So that's going (laughs) to, it's going to be another move. We'll be able to add to it. But here's the thing through all the transitions, there have been silver linings. And I actually have a podcast called The Silver Lined Relaunch because through so many of these major situations in life, even when I was going through them, I was able to use a um, a process that I've created called The Relaunch Effect to be able to get through them And so that they didn't completely destroy me. And I look at how many of these, and there were medical issues, and my my daughter ended up in a hospital in Rome, and I had to fly over there, and I was there for three weeks with a a major surgery. 
And you really realize that what you have deep inside of you does come out. And it's, a, it's, it's based on all of the relaunches that you have gone through. They add up, they accumulate, they're like pavers. And all of a sudden you realize, wow, I am, you know, I'm, I'm one strong person. We call it a powerhouse. You know, I'm, I'm the powerhouse of what's going on in my life right now. And I don't look at these situations as negatives. I look at them as these building blocks to where I am right now and how I can then use those to impact as many people in the business world because I've, I've been in corporate for 10 plus years. I've run multiple companies, raised tens of millions of dollars for my companies. And you realize that all of this is who I am. All those people are within you. You just have kind of put walls up to not allow them to be appreciated. And I'm truly now in this process of being grateful for my 20-year-old self, my 25-year-old self, my 30, my you know 40, and, and I can keep going. <laughs> and so that's where I believe I have really come to terms now with this approach and trying to get this message out to everyone out there that, yeah, there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be things that are present in your life. And it could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be something that you just haven't gotten through yet. But there is a process on how to do it. And I really think that at this point, especially with what's, you know, everyone relaunching many times their business, their relationships are struggling right now. That's where this becomes so significant to be aware, to not, to not dull it with, you know, outside influences, but to look inside versus trying to get the answers from the outside. Yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, like you said, everyone has something in their life happen. And oftentimes one aspect of your life is awesome, like the business side. And then personally, it's kind of shattered. So I think everyone has something like that happen. Obviously offline, we talked about loss and different other things, struggles, but it's like each of those things are a learning experience and how you deal with them and having a process to deal with them. Because you can basically get your trajectory like thrown off in terms of give up or pivot, you know, from a loss. I think the loss, like we spoke about of my grandfather about a year and a half ago, I obviously went through the grieving process, but then I thought about it, you know, he was proud of me in terms of the direction I went in terms of being a foster parent and what I achieved professionally. And it wouldn't be fair to him to just kind of give up and kind of mope around, obviously honor him, respect him and remember him, but do my best and kind of learn from the experience as well and take that and apply it to something positive. And, you know, for so many of us, we are, we are taught to like, we're supposed to love, love life, love our business, love, have this great relationship, you know, love, love, love. And I have to tell you that you got to like yourself before you can love your life. And so many of us are so focused on, let's say, building that business, you know, getting that career off. I want to, you know, I want to have that corner office. I want to have the plane. I want to have the, you know, multiple houses. I want that. I want that. That they put blinders up and we all have blind spots, but they put these blinders up that they end up getting. And I, I, I coach people that, you know, have, have sold their companies for hundreds of millions of dollars. and 
they come to me and they say, all right, that's great. I have all this money, but my marriage is completely in shambles, or I haven't been able to even find a healthy relationship. And what ends up happening is that they have put their identity, 100% of their identity into that end goal of like, I need to sell my company or I need to you know, create this type of wealth. And then they get there and they realize I only have one, one piece of the puzzle and that piece of the puzzle I'm not even happy with. And so we have to go back and we have to recreate the identity that they ultimately want in their life and we sh- we shift their perspective and those those limiting beliefs of you know why was it initially so important for them to be so successful and by the way you know i'm all about creating greatness in people and expanding that and amplifying that i mean that's what i do with these you know these these amazing amazing business leaders but there has to be a point of what is truly your end goal and how do you want to feel when you get there we forget about that it's not just about the cars and not about the planes it's not about it's not about you know i'm going to have this you know awesome awesome materialistic everything around me it's how do you want to feel when you are in that spot and i think right now people are forgetting and losing perspective and you can't you got it's like a three-legged stool when you have one area of your life that is, you know, not coming from that place, that genuine place of like, remember the opposite of, of fear is love. If you don't have that, if you don't have that internally, then the other areas of your life, they don't, they don't work well together. And so you got to start focusing in on specifically, you know, that, that core of liking yourself before you can love your life. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's, you know, everything's kind of tied back to you as an individual. And it's oftentimes, obviously, a you versus you battle. So what you let yourself feel or undertake. And I think in terms of like anything you do, you should put your core values in it. And like you said, it shouldn't be defined by that one success and then nothing else. Because once you're there, you sometimes, like you said, get lost and have to kind of redefine and pivot into what you want next or how that part of your life is going to be. Obviously there's no truly, I don't think of, you know, people often talk about work, work life balance. One thing always has to kind of pivot around. Do you want to put max effort into family? Do you want to put max effort into what you're doing professionally, your goals? And I think it's just a, a ever changing and ongoing kind of balancing act. And it's a reimagining. I mean, there's this point where, You've gotten where you are because you had that focus. You've had that, you know, you're now, you're now on the right path of what you think. But I would question, where did that first come from? Like, is that your own dream? Is that somebody else's dream? And when you sit there and you think about this as, all right, when you're going to arrive, what does that mean to you? How does that feel to you? And for so many, they actually, I mean, there's this, you know, right now people are feeling, and I, I said, it's, it's not just a pandemic that we're going through. There is an epidemic of people feeling alone, the sense of loneliness. And where does that come from? It comes from when all of a sudden you're, you're sitting there and you're, you're 
making, you know, this company into something, you're putting everything, you're working yourself to the bone. You're like, I want this to be successful, successful, but you're, you've got those blinders on and you're not looking at the things that are passing you up. And by reimagining what we have you do is you actually have to look at the areas of your life that you want to prioritize. And when you go balance of life, there isn't such a thing. I mean, it's literally like, can you get to that place where you have the quality of life that you really want, that will make you feel like you're empowered, that will make you like, you'll look around and you'll say, all right, I've got that, you know, awesome woman in my life or awesome man. I've got, you know, whatever your dream is with your job, with your surroundings. And that's where all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm, I'm finally at peace with where I should be. And it doesn't come unless you start to reimagine. And that means you have to set your priorities in the areas of your life. And that's where I sit there and I tell people, that's where you can have tunnel vision. If you have three areas of your life, you know, three things that you really want to bring, you know, build up, that's what you need to be spending your attention on you know, the 80-20 rule, right? It's, it, you have to be focused on what's going to give you that true quality of life. And it comes from the 20%. Yet we all get so busy. We can like, end of the week, how many of us say, you know, oh my gosh, I, I, I felt like I was so busy, but what did I really accomplish? And that's where prioritizing and saying at the very beginning of the week, you know what? This is what my focus is. This is what I want to spend my time on. And when the other distractions come up, that's when you say, you know what? Not this week or not, not this month. That's going to be you know, in the future. And that's when you start to see your quality of life in all of your areas very quickly, rapidly start to improve. Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously, those motivations may have changed over time, different things in your life, but what currently kind of motivates you to succeed? You know, because of my work and I've, um, I've been coaching consistently, even when I was in corporate, even, you know, I had a, a company that was designed to help um, CEOs in the Silicon Valley kind of take their businesses to the next level. I've always done that. And then I decided to start my own companies and everything. What really motivates me is when I have somebody who is thinking that, you know, yeah, you know, I've got, I've got this part of my area. I've got, I've got it. It's, it's, it's working well for me. I don't need to really go there. And all of a sudden we start to, you know, as this strategic consultant that I am, I start to, you know, work my way in there and they realize it's like, oh my gosh. I've been, I've been cruising. I've been on autopilot. I actually thought that that was, you know, I was good. I was, you know, I'm good there. I'm good there. And then we break through and it's like, why stop at good? Let's go for great. And that has inspired me to continue down this path to really help people and whether it's my one-on-one -on -one coaching that I do with um, men and women that are, you know, at, at a high level to take them from, you know, being good to being great, but it's the balance of life. Be great in all of these areas. And I think that people sometimes feel like you, you can't. If I have this, then, you know, something's got to give. And I push back and I say, it doesn't. It doesn't have to give. You can progressively taking that next step 
with a strategic plan, you know, 90 day plan of really trying to, maybe it's not going to go, you know, from making, you know, you have a $5 million company and you're not going to be hundred million in the next two years. But if that's the end goal, if that's the end desire, then put the plan together. Let's like think about that. But then how is it going to impact the other areas of your life? Where's the give and what's the get? Yeah, I agree. And whatever your end goal is, how you adapt, like you said, the rest of your life. Obviously, if you want to take a company from five to 100 million, obviously there's steps there, more time getting either outside investment, things of that nature, scaling, building your team, and how much of your time is going to be invested or is needed in addition to what you're doing currently. And obviously, if that's the thing of scaling, then other parts of your life is going to have to have that be taken away from that. So less time with your kids, your spouse, your partner, hobbies, things of that nature. And you have to, like you said, figure out where to move that time around or how is that going to look that success or how you're going to reach it? Well, you know what? It's such a great point because I have to say a majority of um, people all of a sudden now are getting into their, their, 30s, mid 30s, and realizing, you know, there's a big void. You know, where's the where's the solid relationship? Where's the, you know, for a lot of these, these people, they don't even, they don't have somebody in their life. And they forgot about that connection point, you know, because they're so focused on, you know, building that business. And it's amazing when you end up being able to build that business, but you also have that solid relationship, that incredible person in your life where then you, it, it just, it starts to just morph together and things start to happen even faster. You know, what you, what you focus on grows. Yeah. But it's that point of why have we, why have we stopped focusing? Why are we so narrowly focused in just one area? And, you know, that, that's where I, I, I have these people that are like, oh, you know, I've got all this, this stuff, but they're, but they're missing out on what's truly going to take them to that highest level, that biggest amount of success. And that will come from that love that you're putting out there that, you know, the, this high energy. I mean, I coach people on how to bring in that energy in their life because we've never really learned how to do that. We just assume like, hey, it'll come when the time's right. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know, kind of, come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, hey you know, how do I make this happen? And then it becomes this like, you know, the, the hamster on the wheel and you're like, oh, I got to make it happen. I got to make it happen. And my attitude is, there's steps, there's things that you can be doing. But once you, once you have that, that wonderful flow, that alignment of, of the area, and again, it's that, that stool with love being in the middle, you know, and love yourself. And we, we sit there and loving yourself, it takes work. It's, it's, it's a muscle, right? I mean, you hear about a broken heart and how do you heal a broken heart? It's like a bone, in your body, you don't just assume it's just going to be like, oh, put a cast on it and it's going to get fixed. No, you got to, you know, for so many of us, I've said it's walls, walls, walls. And then we try to jump over the walls. And next thing you know, you're in that same bad relationship again. And it's not just relationships 
with, you know, the opposite sex. It's also relationships in your work. Why do I keep bringing in these like people that are crooks and why are they, you know, why is this board member, you know, just trying, you know, he's out to get me. Well, you got to go back and kind of like dig deep and uncover these, these beliefs that are truly holding you back from what you, what you could be getting in life. Yeah, I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? So I am a people pleaser. And my whole thing is that I was trying to like, you know, hey, how can I help, you know, every single person out there? And if you're trying to be everything to everyone, you end up being nothing to anyone. And so I have really pulled back the reins and said, these are the people I want to help. I want to help the people that already know that abundance is out there. They're just struggling to get it. They already have this like, ah, oh, you know, I, I, I'm a positive person, but just lately I'm just really, I'm, my, my negativity is taking the best. It's getting the best of me. That's where I want to focus. But it has taken me years, years and years and years to learn the system that I now coach people in, which is the relaunch effect, which is just, you know, that's the thing. You've got to really focus in on who are you really serving? Who do you really want to help? And once you get clear, it's your business takes off, your relationship take, relationships take off. It's, it's truly incredible. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, that principle also holds true to marketing, to business, kind of you can't be everything to everyone. Everyone isn't your target audience. And who can you obviously help the most? And in marketing, finding your target audience, your target segment, your persona that you're actually looking for that you can give the most benefit to. And I think one of the most important things of that also, I think I do a lot for people. I, I would say that I'm a you know heart-led entrepreneur and it's hard for me to say no but learning to say no is important because that no leads to a lot of yeses and like you said you can't keep saying yes to everyone i mean there's things that don't make sense things of that nature and i think one of the biggest things i had to kind of overcome is being comfortable with telling people no mm. I agree. And then there's also what I see in so many men and women is this idea. And I know I had it. It's the, it's the syndrome of, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. You hear something and you're like, yeah, I can do that. And it's the squirrel, right? It's like, it sends you off your path. And yes, you're all brilliant. Yes, you could do that. But the question is, should you do that right now? <laughs> Let's stay on the path. And that's why I'm a huge proponent of strategic plans, 90-day strategic plans to get the stuff done. I am a big like, you know, <laughs> enough talk. I think we talk, talk, talk. It's, it's what actions, you know, put that strategy down, take the action, get it accomplished. But don't be so narrowly minded that you're only looking at one area because you'll end up getting okay great we can get you that one area but it's the other areas that will truly help you get to that quality of life yeah i agree so what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience personal or professional 
I would say, um, I would say personal, the advice that I would give is today, stop, take a small amount of time out of your day and get clear on what do you really want? And I'm, I always like to start with the end in mind. So I like to start with, you know, in a year, where do you really want to be in, in your relationships, in your work, in your life? And I do a lot of like life is really a lot of mindset, but where do you really want to go? And once you have that vision and you're clear, like you're really clear, because I say this a lot, there's, you know, universal truths. I do, my coaching is all around scientific evidence, universal truths, and hard just experience myself, my experience and my, my client's experience. But you really have to be clear. And then you need a plan and you need it to be defined. And then the last one is you need accountability. Somebody that's going to hold you to what you're saying you're going to do, but it's the right things. You know, sometimes people put these crazy plans together and it's totally off of what your vision, ultimate vision really is. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, taking time to recalibrate, refocus and figure out if your priorities changed, if that goal is still the goal that you want, if your business changed, how can you pivot? How can you make yourself more happy or align that happiness with your goals? I think is important to do as an exercise. I think every so often, obviously that interval is different for people, but I kind of try to step back and recalibrate and look at my life, I would say, on a monthly basis. Mm, I agree. And, I, you know, my big thing is pivots can spin you off into so many different areas. A relaunch is truly focused. A relaunch is you are going for that goal and you're going to get there. And you're going to get there because of the experiences and who you are and who you have built yourself to be. We just got to go in and we got to find it. We got to find it internal so that it shows up in your external world. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Absolutely. So you can find me at uh, therelaunchco.com. And I also, as I mentioned, have uh, the podcast, which is the Silver Lined Relaunch. And on, on the actual, um, on the relaunchco.com, you can sign up for a 20-minute free coaching call to see if, hey, does the relaunch method work for you? Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Absolutely. Thanks, Roman. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.